Hi, everyone. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share with you and talk about my Execute Your Dream course, which is a new online program that I've just launched this week. Execute Your Dream is about the gap between setting the dream and creating your dream and making the dream a reality. Welcome to Execute Your Dreams. Execute Your Dream is a blueprint for designing and putting into action a unique plan to help you achieve your goals with purpose. There is nothing that can happen unless you're taking action. Confidence. You'll be walking around in life and just like, I feel so powerful because I've got power moves all over the place. And a loving mindset. Know that you're supported, know that. I'm with you, know that you have everything that you need so that you can start living your dream life. If you are interested in executing on your dream in 2020, then go to shirleymcalpine.com forward slash execute. That's shirleymcalpine.com forward slash execute to find out more about the course and then enroll in the program now to day. I look forward to seeing you in the Execute Your Dream course. You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own life through the life and stories of black women with drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant and executive coach and a leadership facilitator working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. Welcome back. Now, this episode is a rewind episode. I, that means I've gone back into the vault that is She's Got Drive and I have dug out um, an episode that I think is pertinent for this week that um, I really felt like was the, the, the episode to post and it's on self-care. It's the self-care SOS episode that was originally from October 2017 and so I reference in that what was happening at the time in 2017. But of course, the reason why I've decided to post it this week is because, of course, the tragic events that happened here in the US um, that has impacted the states hugely and, and across the world. You know, the helicopter crash on Sunday where nine people lost their lives, included in those nine, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, and other families, parents, the Chesters, the Antelbellies, the, you know, it's, it's, it's big, you know, and so it's had this huge impact. I know I was impacted, and I think, you know, as well as just the tragedy of it, and the sadness of it, and feeling for the families, it also made me think about the many people who lose their lives every single day, that there were other families on Sunday who lost loved ones and that they're impacted. It made me think about my own losses in my life, you know, losing my parents, losing people in my life who I care about, have loved dearly. It, so it makes you think about your lo the losses, uh, uh, the people who have already passed. And the other thing, it, it really speaks to the fears that, that you have you know in the order of things you're not meant to bury your child you're also certainly not meant to bury your child with your husband and so what what it brings up is our own fears around you know it, around that that around loss 
around death, around people passing, people moving on long before you're ready and that they're ready or certainly long before you're ready. And, uh, and it also brings up our own mortality and that we only have this one life. That's it. We do what we can with it, you know. So I wanted to post this episode because in all of this, when we are impacted in such a strong way, when there's lots of sharing of it, when we it, it brings up our own loss and upset and overwhelm. And so in these moments are moments where we need to take care of ourselves, where we need to think about how do I how do I manage myself through any difficult circumstances? So I'm uh, so that's why I decided to post this episode. That's why this rewind episode I'm posting it. And I hope that you will get a lot from it from listening to these seven approaches that I or practices that I share with you that are my self-care SOS and that you could perhaps take on one or two of those things before we go into we dive into that episode I want to do a couple of things now first is to let you know that I know that I've been talking about going on Facebook lives and my intention at that time in the past had been to do it during the day I'm just going to do it during the day. I'm going to do like one o'clock or 12 o'clock or whatever time. And the truth is my schedule just doesn't allow me to do it regularly and consistently. So that means you never know where I'm going to show up or not. And it doesn't really work that way. So I've now decided that my Facebook lives will be in the evening and who can join me. I would love to, to see you to join me. Obviously, you can't come. So look out for my Facebook lives happening on a Monday evening. They're going to happen on a Monday evening where I'm going to go live. And I'll be sharing insights from interviews that I have done on She's Got Drive. Or I will be sharing some models, some um, helpful tips and approaches that you can use that I that I the work the kind of work that I do with my clients so that's my intention for the she's got drive live that I'll be hosting each week to look out for that and the other thing I want to say is don't forget to review the show if you're enjoying the show if you are getting value from she's got drive it really helps us if you leave a review on iTunes I cannot underestimate, um, we cannot underestimate how big an impact that it it has. So please, if you have a moment, head over to iTunes and leave a rate and review the show. And, um, and I, you know, just, I'll love you forever. I love you anyway. But if you rate and review the show, it makes a big impact. So that'd be awesome if you can do that. Okay, let's head over to the previous episode of self-care SOS. On Tuesday, September the 19th, Dominica, the place of my parents' birth, was hit by a Category 5 hurricane. What was on Monday the 18th, a lush, green, dense rainforest eco-destination now looks post-apocalyptic. The rainforest is totally devastated and disappeared. It took only six hours for 160 mile per hour winds 
and continuous torrential rain to damage 95% of the country's houses and buildings, for the rivers to swell and thunder down the mountainsides, taking every tree and many houses with it, taking all livestock and all agriculture's gone. There is now no infrastructure left. All the electric pylons are down and all the water pipes are destroyed. A lot of the houses remain flooded and many people have lost literally everything. Many have been evacuated, but the population that remains is literally fending for its life every single day. And many people are still missing. And whilst we can account for some people in our families and our friends, there are many that we actually don't know where they are. It's literally going to take many, many years to get back together or to get it back to some kind of semblance of what it was. I've been shaken by what happened. It's been a challenging couple of weeks, you know, one where I really felt lost, unfocused, tired, under-resourced, overwhelmed. Dominica, the land of my parents, birth, my family of origin, it's like my roots, like felt like they were gone. And to see the stories time and time again on Facebook, with people trying to find their family, find family members, me still, you know, still listening out for people in our lives that we love. And in addition, of course, there's still work, there's still travel, there's still being a wife, being a mother, and all of those things. So it's been a challenging couple of weeks. I feel more resourced now than I was even a week ago. And so I thought that I would share, you know, with you, I'd do a solo episode and share with you what I call my self-care SOS. Because I knew I had to do something. I knew I had to intervene and it doesn't take any pain away. It doesn't take any grief away or the shock away. But I knew I had to do something to get myself back on track. That I had been thrown off track. And that self-care sometimes can see like a luxury. It's actually not. It's something that we need to pay attention to all the time, really. But we don't. Until something like this happens and you're knocked out and overwhelmed and you think, oh God, I have to do something. I've got to do something. And so I'm going to share with you my some things um, in what I call my self-care SOS. So this is for all of you who are in need of self-care. We've had a really tumultuous few weeks, really, when you think about it, the Hurricane Irma and the impact of that Hurricane Maria as well, impacting the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, St. Martin, the earthquake in Mexico, and this last week, Las Vegas. And then there's whatever personal challenges that you're dealing with out there so Dr Maya Angelou 
said that we may not control all the events that happen to us, but we can decide not to be reduced by them. So we can manage the impact of them, even though we can't manage what's happening in our lives. And so I'm really hoping that this self-care SOS, the act, sharing the actions that I took to get myself back on track will be really helpful to you and that you will seek to choose one or two of them, if not all of them, for yourself in your own life. Now you might say, well, you know what? I'm not dealing with anything major at the moment. And even if you're not, maybe you can just take one or two things on just to, because self-care is so important. So any action you purposefully take to improve your physical, emotional or spiritual well-being. And too often we, we do not take time for sufficient self-care because we're too busy taking care of others usually. So I have a number of things that I'm going to share with you and put it down to my top six, seven things. And my little tips on what you can do that are practical that I did and I really started to focus on what can I do that could really impact me and the first thing that I did was I made sure that I started to get more sleep I made sure that I was going to bed earlier I went to bed when my kids went to bed and whilst for some of you it's like that's super early I cannot tell you the difference that it made to be in bed earlier, to just be resting in bed for a bit before I turn the light off and to make sure that I got enough hours sleep. And in fact, you know, there's a lot of research that's, that's done on sleep. I mean, you've only got to Google it to see the impact on sleep. And this one piece of research by Alan Kruger and Daniel Kahneman, in their research, they found that a direct correlation between this quality of sleep and overall happiness. In fact, they found that the most influential factor in, in impacting our daily mood was our sleep. So we cannot underestimate that. So I knew, I knew about that. I knew the, about the impact that sleep can have. So I knew if I was just getting more sleep during this time that it would definitely have a more positive effect on my mood the next day it wasn't the only thing that I could do but it was certainly one of the things that I knew that I had to do over the next week or so in order to get myself back on track so they say between seven to nine hours a night is what you should be having and I increased that substantially so that I was getting more like nine ten hours sleep and that's not my norm, nine, 10, maybe 11 hours sleep one night so that I can really make sure that I was, I was sleeping enough and, and rejuvenating myself, resourcing myself for the next day. So that was my number one action. My second thing was to phone a friend, was to make sure that I reached out to someone or some people who could listen to me, who could who could share what's happening with them around Dominica, who could get me into action on some things for Dominica, which really helped, you know, figuring out things that we could be doing together, who could really just just be an ear 
that was one thing like being on the phone to people talking sharing and the other thing that I did is I invited some girlfriends over for dinner and whilst it created some work to do it was food for my soul you know you know who you are the women who came over I cannot tell you how fed I felt by that action by us communing together eating together sharing together laughing together and the difference that that made to me it was a real turning point as I said food for my soul so that was the, the my number two so my number one was sleep and my number two was phone a friend or phone some girlfriends my third thing was this I one of the practices that I have is I regularly go for acupuncture treatments and I have this acupuncture treatment called five elements acupuncture there are many forms of acupuncture but I have had this practice of seeing an acupuncture therapist for I want to say now 14 years and I generally go every six to eight weeks and what I did was I increased it I went I did two consecutive weeks of a, of a treatment and it it had made a substantial difference to me now it may not be for you acupuncture it might be massage it might be reiki it might be reflexology it might be, there's some there's loads of other things that you could be doing but anything that you could do to improve your your balance your well-being uh, in that way then then that's my number three that was my number th- three action so i went to see my acupuncture therapist but you could see a massage therapist but you find a way of looking for some external professional support that can help you put yourself back in balance my number four was i started to run again i knew that being out in nature is super helpful for helpful for me i knew that if i was out regularly if I was doing exercise again I mean I do yoga but there was something for me about being outside that I needed to have (laughs) do you know the wind blowing through my ear but uh, I really needed to be outside and so that was my so if you don't want to run you can walk but being in nature being outside going for a walk exercising is another thing that really can boost your mood can impact your health and well-being and so I knew that that running for me would would really do that it's a thing that I turn to when I'm feeling in overwhelm and and has served me well over the years and so whilst I don't do it all the time it's something that I'm doing right now that I'm really really enjoying and it's making a huge impact for me so that was my number four my fifth thing was this food glorious food now sometimes when I'm in overwhelm I end up eating more sugar and I look for like sweet stuff and I look for like cakes and chocolate and all of that stuff and what I know about that is is whilst it gives me in the moment satisfaction what it doesn't do is um help me in the longer term because uh, you know sugar has an impact you know you crash and then you your blood sugar 
level drops and then it has an, it has a negative impact so I knew that where I was I didn't want to do that I didn't want to do that I wanted to make sure that I was moving in the right direction so what I what I did was I started to juice I started to make sure I was getting lots of nutrients um, I was drinking much more water. I was making sure I was having salads, vegetables. I making sure that I was having some pulses. I'm vegan, so I don't eat meat, you know, but I'm not suggesting you do that. I'm just making sure one of the same, one of the things that I made sure that I paid attention to was what was the food that I was putting in my body that was going to be more helpful versus food that, that, that is not. Now, if what's going to, f- feed your soul is you know cake and chocolate then feed your soul cake and chocolate but what I really wanted I wanted to make sure that I was getting all the nutrients that I needed and I and I, something that would really support and boost my energy over time and so that's what I did I am um, I focused on that and I did that I've got two more that two more things that I did that I want to share with you and it's this. My number six thing was I stood in being in deep gratitude and thought about what could I be grateful for? You could either think about it or you could write them down, but to get present to what are the things that are in my life right now that I can be grateful for, which there were many, there's so much, there's so much. And we could get lost in the things that are aren't working or we can get lost in the things that in the pain of of things that have happened and lose sight of those things that are right in front of us that we ought to be grateful for that we can be grateful for and so I stood in gratitude there's lots of research that talks about the impact of gratitude and what it can do for us in our lives when we are in a practice of gratitude and the the direct impact it can have on our life. One of the things you could do if you want a practice of gratitude is you can keep a gratitude journal, you can write a gratitude, or you can write a gratitude letter. So maybe you write a gratitude letter to someone who's exerted like some positive influence on your life that you've never properly thanked, and then you can read that letter to them. You can do a gratitude list you can just have a practice like two, one, two, three, three things you you want to you are grateful for. But that, but getting into that practice of gratitude has such a positive effect on our lives. And so I I, I knew this. You know, that's the the plus side of being in personal development and being a coach and doing the work that I do. It's like I have all these uh, the awareness of the the impact of these various things and then I knew what to pull into my life when I needed it and my last thing that I'm going to say might have my top seven things that I took on in my self-care SOS I actually took a break it wasn't a long one it was just one day but I cannot tell you the difference it made to take a day off in the middle of the week for me the difference it made to say I'm actually not going to do any work today. I'm actually not going to look at my email. I'm actually not going to write a a report. I'm actually, and I had reports to write. (laughs) I'm actually just going to take some time. So I dropped the kids off at school and I came back and I chilled. And I basked in the sun 
<laughs> and the beauty of nature again and I just didn't have any pulls on me on my mind or on my body on my energy that day and it it really I again it was it felt almost transformational the impact that they had so together with those seven things I brought myself back and I didn't feel so overwhelmed I didn't feel like I was always at the brink of tears as I had been and whilst Dominica and all the other th challenges that I've got in my life because I do have some other ones whilst Dominica is still devastated and whilst I'm still standing for and thinking about all those people in my life I'm not grabbed by the grief and the shock and the upset it's not taken over my life in that way that it had for a while it felt uh, too long and um, an impact how I was functioning it I was able to get myself back and get myself back fairly quickly and then I'm continuing the practices which have been serving me well in this time so those are the seven practices that I did I wanted to share them with you it's a more low-key if you like episode this week I'm hoping that you'll get you're you're going to take something from it and take one of those things two of those things and apply it to your own life as well and so I am inviting everyone to take on at least one or two self-care practices and I want to leave you with a, a quote by Eleanor Brown and she says there were moments when it hurt so bad you couldn't breathe yet somehow you survived the pain there were days when you could barely put one foot in front of the other. Yet somehow you arrived at your destination. There were nights when you cried yourself to sleep. Yet somehow you held on until the morning. Your life is nothing less than a miracle. So I want to send out a love SOS to everyone who is listening and dealing with some various struggles in your life, some challenges, or maybe you're feeling overwhelmed, I really want to invite you to stop and make sure that you're looking after yourself. I'm sending out a love SOS to everyone who's been impacted by the hurricanes, the earthquakes, and the other natural disasters. And I'm sending out a love SOS to all those who have been impacted by the human disaster. Like it happened in Las Vegas this week. We need to take care of ourselves. I'm sending out a special love SOS to my peeps in Dominica and all the Dominican diaspora around the world who are in pain right now. And um, I'm thinking of you and I'm loving you and I'm leaving you with this as Dr. Maya Angelou says just like the moons and like the suns with the certainty of tides just like the hopes stringing high still I'll rise I hope you've been inspired to shift gears in your own life what are you going to do to look after yourself this week what's going to be your self-care SOS you can take one of the seven things that I've named 
or there might be some other thing that you've done before that you're going to start doing or maybe there's some things you're already doing you're just going to make sure you keep doing I'm interested to hear from you what are you taking on that's new or maybe you've got some ideas on other things that I could be doing or other women could be doing around self-care so please be in touch head over to the She's Got Drive Facebook page and leave comments there you can send me messages on um, on Instagram on Shirley McAppen Consulting please be in touch and let me know what are you doing She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Fortalina. The music is by the awesome female band Blonde. Please be in connection with me, in contact with me. Thank you so much for listening. Go well and stay well.